0: Okay, alrighty. One, two, three. What up everybody, welcome to Games of Fury, I'm your host Mike Fury, and welcome to the podcast that I still don't have a name for. <laughs> Episode number two, and this is gonna be a mixture, I think I kinda got the format right guys, I think I finally got the format. I was working on it the whole entire week, and this is exactly why it's a little bit late, cause I'm planning on having the podcast appear like more or less around maybe a Sunday or a Monday. So, as you can tell, today's Tuesday and it's going to be uploaded today uh Tuesday, March 10th, 2020. And there's a bevy of topics. So, I have it an opening, a mid and end and all all sections have a different topic that we will be getting into. So, we're going to go ahead and in the opening today we're the topics are we're going to talk about Castlevania Season 3. I'm going to review it on live like on air so you guys can you know get my feelings on it do keep in mind i will also be um separating these through section and posting them on youtube and then having the open saying that this is an excerpt from the podcast so that way you guys are gonna get a lot more posts from me because the i'm planning on having these podcasts be at least two hours long so definitely i'm gonna go ahead and get right into it we're gonna talk about in the opening we're gonna talk about castlevania we're gonna talk about castlevania netflix's castlevania being probably the best in terms of a video game turned into anything else so when i say that i want you guys to understand that there's a there's been movies there's been tv shows there's been toys there's been you know a a bunch of stuff documentaries based on video games but i think that castlevania is the best video game anything? The best video game TV show. It's the best. Like if you were to compare to any of those other of those other mediums, the um, Castlevania would come out on top. We're also going to talk about Halo Combat Evolved that was officially released last week, uh, right around the time that I released the last podcast. We're also going to talk about the games that are being released this week. So that is the opening. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Castlevania Season Three review. Netflix Netflix has probably, right now, the best animated show out of all of the other competitors. I'm talking Hulu. I, I'm t- only talking animated. I'm talking about uh, Star Wars, Clone Wars. Yeah, Castlevania beats Star Wars, Clone Wars. Uh, who uh, Anything to compare with Hulu, Disney. Uh, what is the other competitors? I, I, I actually have all of them. HBO really doesn't get into their animated bag. But I do believe that Castlevania by far is just doing an amazing job netflix is doing an excellent job with castlevania so as far as the how i would think about it i think season three was great i think it gets into the different aspects and the personalities of each and every character a little bit more you get a lot more of what's going on with each and every character now that the 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 threat of dracula is absolutely abolished uh i think it's really dope when it comes down to how much action it actually gives you it starts off a little it starts off really good and then the mid is a little you know it's kind of like building up to something and then the last two um three episodes because it's 10 episodes they also upped it uh i found i'm mistaken it was they it went from four to ten i think the fact that they added that much content in terms of a whole more it's like it's 50 percent bigger it's all i'm sorry it's a whole hundred percent bigger if was four episodes season one and season two let me go ahead and verify that for you guys i'm pretty sure that season one of castlevania and season two of castlevania are both four episodes long and the fact that they made season three i'm going ahead and check this on my phone real quick the fact that they made season three 10 episodes was excellent i think that Castlevania in itself, it does a lot of cool things and ha- gets a lot of liberties. And you guys are going to understand what I'm talking about when it comes to liberties. If you've watched the show later on in the episodes, like by the end, almost by the end of the season, there's a lot of things, a lot of, you know, let's call it um, rated R things that occur in in it. So it's like definitely dope. And I was like, wow, they actually went there. So definitely Castlevania is going to be one of the best anime um, animated shows of the year, like that's how good season three is. Season three was excellent. The characters you get a lot deeper into. You get a lot deeper into Belmont. You get a lot deeper into uh, the Seeker and her powers. She shows a lot of a lot of cool ways that she has now implemented her powers. She has learned how to use her powers. Uh, you get a lot into the psyche of Alucard as well. He's there, even though he doesn't have that big of a role. You also see the remnants of what happened to uh, the Council. In other words, Dracula's whole little group of vampires. So you see, now the main bad guy isn't I think that would be the biggest weakness of the season. There is no purely main bad guy. The sh- the season is great because you have this you have uh, several things occurring at the same time. So you, you, you got Carmilla uh doing her thing um having the I always forget his name, the the uh, the the demon God damn it! I hate it, I hate it when I forget their names. Uh, th- one of the dudes that creates demons. I I always forget both of their names. Let, let me go ahead and check both of their names out. But she she go, she went ahead and captured it. She, um, that happens at the end of season two. Let me go ahead and tell you guys. Uh, give me a quick second because I also yeah I'm, I'm I'm all over the place. Give me a quick a quick second. Castlevania season two. Okay, season one and season two. Okay, season two was a season one i think was four yep season one was four and then it went from from one, it went from four to eight to ten, so definitely, they've they been doing a great job, and they keep on adding it, at at one point, I think, they might be good at putting it at 16, if they want to tell the whole story, but they could just always separate that 16 into two eights, or probably, um, drag it out a little bit more, make it into two twenties. but let me go ahead and check out the two characters that I always forget, they are the, the Forge Masters, there we go, both of the Forge Masters, so you have Carmilla with one of the Forge Masters that she's taken captive, and then you have the other Forge Master, kind of, paving his own bloody demon path and getting into his psyche and what he's doing so you have five stories more or less that are entwined and they're all they all have something to do um, with each other but they're all minor in certain cases because they're not really dealing with each other like directly so Trevor and the Seeker are in this little town, and you know they got their own thing going. Then you got Carmilla and her little group of vampire sisters, all along with the with the Forge Master. And then you have the o- other Forge Master, kind of finding his way to his other friend, the, For- <laughs> the Forge Master. I need to find their goddamn names. I can't just keep on calling them Forge Masters. All right, Forge Masters. Here we go. Forge Masters, Castlevania. Always forget their name. Always, always forget their name. Give me a quick second forge masters okay so you got isaac and you got hector isaac and hector so isaac is um the one cutting his bloody path of demons and he you get into why he hates people so much and what exactly how he reacts to everything so definitely i think it was dope the last like i said the last three episodes are completely awesome I'm, you're gonna get no spoilers from me but the last three episodes were excellent i think if i were to give the the season entirely. I would give it a definite, probably a 9 out of 10 of how good it was. I think it was excellent. I think the character development is dope. I think the fact that you got overlying stories happening at the same time is dope and not everybody's directly involved. I like uh, the new characters that they've brought into the forefront, like the sisters of Carmilla. Those are really dope as well. I really dig this season. The season was excellent. The fact, and it kind of, it doesn't really end in a hard cliffhanger. So I guess the, the ending's not... You know, not not as great as it maybe should be. But it does show you exactly how things start to turn. And exactly who are going to be the bad guys in the next season. So definitely, I would definitely recommend Castlevania to anybody who likes animated shows. And now let's get into why I think it is the best video game anything that you can possibly. Castlevania is the best video game adaptation. Well, that would be the best way to put it. It's the best video game ad- adaptation of a show or of a movie or of, any, or of anything like that. So... Is it, it would be hard to say definitively, one, because one of the topics that we will be talking about today is the fact that The Last of Us, Last of Us is definitely, let me go ahead and check this thing out, Last of Us is definitely going to be a show to be reckoned with because HBO has it, simply because of that, if it was anybody else, I'd be like, Okay, like, I, I want to see what you guys do. But HBO has a marvelous record when it comes to just content in general. They've been killing the game ever since they, their inception. And they have some of the best shows, some of the best movies. They're legit one of the best streaming services that you can buy per money. Like, per per money, they have some of the newest shows. Yeah, they, they just get everything. They're, they're really, really dope. So, is, so, let's answer the question. Is it right now? Yes. Right now, I believe that Castlevania... With only only three seasons, I think it's the best video game adaptation up until this point, which is March 10, 2020. Don't quote me on it. (laughs) But it is... It's really, really sick. Like, uh, on points of animation, on points of dialogue, it was funny. Um, Castlevania is funny. It's grim. It's dark. It's awesome. You feel the, the, the powers are dope. It's just... And it's aesthetically pleasing. Like I said, animation is really dope. And... It's just, it tells an engaging story and the fact that you kind of like these characters and want them to prevail, but you also got this grim darkness that's all over the place and they can't seem to get out of it. So, from going from Wallachia to where they're going now in this season, like, I, I just think it's really good. So, if I was asked the question, what is the best video game adaptation, I'm definitely saying Castlevania is by far the best video game adaptation ever created up until this point, which is March 10th, 2020. <laughs> Alrighty. So, now that we've got that out of the way. Now we under we fully understand and comprehend that Castlevania is awesome. And that everybody should watch Season 3. That's how good it is. Let's get into Halo Combat Evolved. And it was released on Game Pass and released on Steam last week. And to Raven Reviews. To Raven Reviews. Hands down, it is possibly... It is one of the better Halo games. Because, in my opinion, it's the one that I've played the most... Uh, but i was really young like i really wasn't into gaming that like i was into gaming but i wasn't like really comprehending exactly what i was doing and what i was i um, getting into but definitely halo combat evolved give me a quick second halo i put hollow <laughs> halo i'm terrible at spelling combat evolved anniversary and it's yeah it's come out. it has a right now uh, this is dlc i don't even i'm not even sure but yeah this is right now it's only at ten dollars and it's got a mostly positive rating it runs really well on the game on game pass so i have had no problems it's up res to 4k if you want to run it at 4k you can do it and it plays it's halo it's completely halo i think it was excellent i'm glad that they're taking their time because a lot of people say that the master chief collection on xbox was kind of you know hit or miss but i'm super glad that they're taking their time and making sure that each and every release is it's optimized it's it's not, I won't say perfected, because how, per, how perfect do you need to get one of these games out? It's You're getting it more off of the nostalgia factor, and more off of, basically, you've played this, and you want this, or you want to try it, and you've never played a Halo, and you can finally play it on PC. So definitely, Halo Combat Evolved was dope, I think it's excellent, I'm glad that they released, uh, re-released it and released it in a proper state where people can enjoy it, a 77%, I thought it was going to be a little bit higher, I'm pretty sure that um when, by the time I read it down on as a as a topic on the podcast, I, I was pretty sure it was like at a 83, 84, but it's gone a little bit down, but a mostly positive is all exactly what you want to get, because at the end of the day, you just want it to run well and to be able to play it with your friends, at the end of the day, that's what you want, so if it's running well and it's playing with your friends, and now now we get into the opinion of everybody else Oh, the game is uh, the game is okay do keep in mind this game is old it is super old i'm we're talking 2000 when when, when did halo combat evolve come out combat evolve let's go ahead and check this bad boy i'm pretty sure it's 03? 01. November 1501, so this is an old game, the story's not gonna get, you know, you, you get into the, the, the into the debate of how great is this game actually right now, but out of 77%, mostly positive, I think that's as best as it could get, possibly an 80% would be um, even better, but yeah, definitely Halo, Halo Combat Evolved was great. It released great. Keep up the good job uh, at Microsoft. You guys are doing a great job. And hopefully um, Halo 2, when Halo 2 comes out, I'm so going to be in there. I'm going to be in there like swarmware. I swear to you. Swear to you. It's going to be super dope. Alrighty. Now that we're done with Halo Combat Evolved and Castlevania, let's go ahead and get into the games being released this week. It is March 10th. As of this video, two big titles of the year are coming out. This week we're talking about Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I'm sorry that the the chair keeps on creaking. Ori and the Will of the Wisp and I need to be writing down these timestamps because this is some bull. <laughs> I'm over here just like talking away, and I forget timestamps. I'm gonna put timestamps. I probably did. I probably did Halo. Mm. Completely forgot about the timestamps, guys. But yeah. So definitely, Ori and the Will of the Wisp is a game that I will be playing tomorrow. I just released my Ori and the Blind Force review. It was released, I think it was around two days ago, two or three days ago. Uh and I, I enjoyed the game. I think owing the blind forest is one of the prettiest indie games and one of the best indie games you could possibly play right now, especially since it's so affordable since game it's on Game Pass. And then Will of the Wisp, you're gonna have it available at launch. And it's gonna be excellent as well. Oh, and not only that, I will I almost forgot um wrong um, and it's like a it's not really a secret, but I'll say it at the um by the time I'm done with Neo. Ori and the Will of the Wisps was going to be one of those platforming games that's going to be difficult. I hope. I saw a lot of swords, a lot of action, a lot of shooting. My combat, my gripe with the game was originally combat. Combat, combat, combat. It was so simplistic. I really didn't want to beat a dying horse by telling everybody that the combat was okay. Like, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great either. It was If I would have just rated the combat, it would have been like a 5 or a 6 out of 10. It's average. But now I saw abilities, I saw swords, I saw darts or something along those lines. So I'm I'm hyped because if they nail combat, I'm talking about this might be the greatest indie game for me of all time. Cause then, like I said in the review, if you hit music, if you hit aesthetics, if you hit gameplay, and the only grip is the fact is my only two gripes were combat and the lack of boss fights. If you hit those two things and I've been told that the game is longer, fam. I'm gonna yo you. It might it might be my game of the year of how great Ori and the Blind Forest was. Will of the Wisp might be my game of the year this year. All right, let's go ahead and pan 2. Neo 2. Neo 2 is a excellent title. Excellent Neo, I'm sorry. Neo is an excellent title. Neo 2 I'm um, how can I say this? i'm not I'm not saying I'm not convinced because I am gonna buy the game. I'm definitely gonna buy the game. My fear with Neo two is the lack of, I would like to say directness because you, now you're creating your own character and you're participating in a story. How good will that story be told? I don't know. But I like the story of, of William and how direct and how exactly puts you in his shoes and you're you're this pirate who eventually washed up and got involved in this Japanese feudal war and all of this, all of the story of Neo One was excellent. Neo Two might have a story problem because the fact that you're a created character and there's really no direct tie to you in this world. But then again, I don't know that's my only fear with with neo when it comes to when it comes to neo 2 but i but as far as combat i'm not gonna i'm not, i'm not you know i'm not worried about combat combat's gonna be excellent they have by far the best combat out of any souls like in my opinion in my opinion don't hate me guys not you know shout out to the Bloodborns of the world shout out to any other you know uh, if i'm not mistaken it was dark souls 3 i thought i had that best combat in that series boy oh boy oh boy does neo just kick y'all yeah like it's not even a competition not even Sekiro. like and people would be like oh Sekiro is better than neo i'm like yeah it might be better but it ain't funner like <laughs> neo's fun 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 to play difficult but it's it's a great time so definitely neo2 it's coming out the 13th if the 13th is going to be friday friday so you got will of the Wisp coming out on wednesday and then neo uh coming out the 13th neo2 coming out the 13th and here's the um I mean, here was the one that i completely forgot that was coming out State of Decay 2. State of Decay 2 is coming out the 13th, and I am super excited for it. Super excited for it. I'm gonna lose my mind when State of Decay 3. And, and not, not only that, State of Decay 2 is. When I first tried it, I was like, "There's, there's something missing here." And then they added more content, and then they added more DLC. And then they kept on adding DLC and kept on patching it. And not only that, right after that, then now they're co- they're releasing it on Game Pass, the Juggernaut Edition, that brings all the DLC, that have, brings all the patches, and now a game that I would originally rated a six, or maybe at best at the best moments in the game a seven, might be a sleeper hit at an eight or a nine all depending on what I experience and who I play it with for 2020. And I'm dumb excited for it because I love I love zombie games. I love RPGs. I love interconnectivity. I love scavenging. I love r- building resources. Like, I love that sort of thing. I like that type of grind when I can directly affect the world around me. I dig that. So I'm dumb excited for State of Decay 2, the Juggernaut Edition, on game pass on march 13th i'm probably gonna pay um play that first in neo because neo i am not buying it at launch that's just my opinion i, I don't want to buy it at launch but let's go ahead and go into the mid mid when it comes to mid it's literally gonna be these uh a couple of topics number one we're gonna go do bargain jargon if you don't know what bargain jargon is you're not you're not an oldie on the channel which i completely understand bargain dragon is when i talk about deals deals going on on each and every platform sometimes i might involve a tech deal here and there if you know if i find something that's actually really notable but other than that it's going to be purely video game deals on each and every platform i'm also going to talk about movies and or tv shows that are being released the week and i'm also going to be talking about the game of the day and games you uh game you haven't heard of so let's go ahead and get right into it bargain jargon in other words let's talk about ps4 there's two deals that i would like to talk about ps um ps4 right now and it's two games well it's actually technically three games but let's go ahead and talk about it dragon's dogma is 12 bucks on playstation 4 right now 12 bucks 12 bucks for roughly a 60 hour experience with amazing combat uh, over the top magical abilities and A level of exploration and not only that, this is the Darker Risen mode that actually patched and corrected a lot of the issues that their game, the base game had. And a lot of people have written this game off like, oh, it's an okay game. Dragon's Dogma is awesome. The over the top boss fights, the climbing on top of beings and hitting them while you're up up in the air. It's nuts. It is completely nuts. And it's a game that sadly doesn't get enough hype around it. And I hope that Capcom does a sequel to Dragon's Dogma. At twelve bucks, it is a complete steal as of this moment on PlayStation 4. Now, the second couple of games is the Dead Island Collection. For twelve bucks, you're getting two video games that you can play with all your friends. Even though the story is lackluster in both games, you're if you just want to go out. Go crazy, start whacking stuff, go lose your lose your mind on just the amount of weapons that you can craft and have fun, and just legit have a good time. Because sometimes, you know what I call the Dead Island series—not the Dying Light, the Dead Island series, the Dead Island and Deadline and Riptide, which are part of this collection—I call them palette cleanser games. It's games that are not really gonna overall you know story to story to different complex narratives and such and such is sleeping with such and such who is married to such such and such who happens to be the king of the world like it's it's none of that it is pure action uh one-liners things of that matter um crafting things like that if you enjoy pilot clans like lanes i throw dynasty warrior in that as well not really into the narrative you just want to wax some stuff I definitely recommend the Dead Island Collection for only 12 bucks. also on the PSN. Now, Xbox. Xbox, I'm a little disappointed in Xbox this week. Because Xbox does have a pretty good sale. I just don't, I personally would recommend if you didn't have any of these games. Now, let me explain why. Xbox has a WB game sale going on right now. And on that sale, you have a bevy of great titles. Number one. Batman, uh, but, but it's the pricing. I want you guys to understand that. There's a, there's all, they're all great. Shadow of War, the definitive edition that kind of corrects the issue with the original game where the, there was a huge grind to get the true ending. You have Mortal Kombat 11, you have Batman Arkham Collection, you have Injustice 2, the Legendary Edition, which is by far the one that I would definitely go with, and then you got Hitman 2, the Gold Edition. Every, I'm always going to recommend the Definitive Edition of any game, because I just believe that having the DLC just adds to the value of the game. But here's, the, here's what I'm talking about. Here's the problem. Let's get into... Okay, so Injustice 2, the Legendary Edition, at 18 bucks is probably the best buy. But here's the thing. Hitman 2, Gold Edition for $30. I can't 100% without a shadow of of a doubt recommend that because I only see it at $29.99. So I, I really don't know if that is a great deal. It's on sale, but I don't think that's a great deal in my opinion. Now, Batman Arkham Collection could be found a little cheaper than this. But for three games for $24, it's excellent in my opinion. In my opinion, three, the three great Batman games released... Fully, and if I'm not mistaken, the Arkham Collection comes with all the DLC. Let me go ahead and, um, you know, check that out. Make sure that you guys aren't going to get... Let me see the Arkham Collection trilogy. All post-launch content. Yep, all post-launch content. For $23, that is a steal. $24, it's $23.99. But $24, that is a complete steal. In my opinion, I would find it a little bit cheaper because I found it a little bit cheaper, the collection. But for Xbox fans, for Xbox owners... 24 dollars for three excellent games you know dark knight gets a bad uh, bad rep but it's actually a pretty good game as well after all the uh, post-launch support all the patching and everything and then it's a really great game and i would recommend it and then finally the other two games that i would definitely recommend um the middle uh, shadow of war um definitive edition 18 dollars I think that's still a little bit too expensive, in my opinion. If you've never played a Shadow of War, buy, um, buy middle Earth, uh, Shadow of Mordor. Definitely play that one. It's going to be a lot smaller and a lot less to do. But it's still an excellent game. And the combat you're going to fall in love with. It's kind of reminiscent to the Assassin's Creed Batman-like. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be one of those games. And I've reviewed it. If you guys want to check out, check it out, it's on the channel. It's a pretty long review. That's when I like didn't really have a, a format prepped. For my reviews but it's like if i'm not mistaken it's like 20 20 something minutes long but i get into detail into every single little thing that uh the game entails now finally the last game for the xbox wb games um mortal kombat 11 premium edition if i'm not mistaken the premium edition does bring the first combat pass which is going to be one of the topics we're going to talk about later but yeah 29 dollars for the premium edition and it brings okay so claimed with all new custom character variations yeah but tell me does it bring yeah and it brings the combat pack yep 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 brings the combat pack so it, it all depends on what you guys would like to do as far as a fighting game is concerned it's really hard to find one that is comparable to mortal kombat 11 i think it's one it's the best fighting game out right now in my opinion or it's also the latest fighting game that i've played i don't play fighting games like that not ever since marvel versus Camcom. but i think it's great I'm not let me not say that I've also played two of caliber I've played a lot of games <laughs> I've I definitely played a lot of games 2969 for Mortal Kombat 11 on the Xbox if you haven't played Mortal Kombat 11 it's an excellent game It's gonna bring the combat pass. I'll definitely I wouldn't completely recommend it because I find it 30 bucks Even though it's a $90 value 30 bucks is a little steep to me um to me because I don't like playing anything over 20 for a video game But I digress it's there if you guys want it Now let's go on to PC PC, PC, fanatical is having two really great, sa- um, uh, two great games on sale, and it's DMC Five for eighteen dollars, which I'm definitely copping. Not even gonna lie to you guys, I'm copping. And then Resident Evil 2, to get you ready for Resident Evil 3, that's going to be out. If I'm not mistaken, it's this month or next month, if I'm not mistaken. Let me go ahead and confirm that for you guys real quick. It is next month in April. It should be out the 3rd. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's um, April 4th. I mean, April 3rd. So definitely, if you guys want to go ahead and cop that on PC, I, I don't think I've seen DMC5 cheaper than $18. I think that's the least I've ever like that's the biggest discount I've ever seen on the game. And then finally Resident Evil 2 for $23 you're getting the deluxe edition, sadly the base game is still at 40, but the deluxe edition that brings the extra costumes is at $23. And I would definitely recommend both games. I've only played DMC5, but I can see that Resident Evil 2 is made in that DMC DMC is made on that Resident Evil 4 like model where the camera is a little different and you know you got oh my god it, it's the scare factor has been taken up from Resident Evil 7 and implemented so nicely into Resident Evil and Resident Evil 2 and I just I like the fact that we're doing this whole remake thing that Cam club is doing this whole remake thing I really can't get into a lot of detail because Resident Evil 2 is not my forte I haven't played the game yet but as far as what I've seen as far as what I've heard it's an excellent title for 23 dollars you cannot go wrong and then finally the last deal of the bargain jargon we're gonna go to nintendo nintendo's having two great sales and one good game on sale let me explain if we go to nintendo where's nintendo oh, okay here we go so today's happy mario day it's mario 10 it's um it's the 10th of march mario day and they have four current games. They got Yoshi's Crafted World. They have um, Mario Sonic the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, Super Mario Party at 40 bucks. The all of these games are at 40 bucks, and Super Mario Maker 2 at 40 bucks. So definitely, if you guys want to try those games out there on sale right now, you know how sting. I wouldn't. I would say stingy, but they're really smart when it comes to business because they know that their their games hold their value. You know how hard it is to get Mario games on sale? I'll definitely recommend um, go ahead and copying any of these games. Especially Super Mario Maker, I think is the standout of all of those three, of those four games. At 40 bucks, I think that's a really good, that that's a good deal, at 40 bucks. Now let's go ahead. They also have a Mega Man franchise sale, so they have Mega Man 11 at 30 bucks. That's a little steep, in my opinion, when you could get the collection and collection two for four or for 14.99 and 19.99 respectively. So you go ahead and cop legacy collection. That's gonna bring in, if I'm not mistaken, it's six games, and then the legacy collection two is another six, or it's somewhere along those lines. Let's go ahead and confirm that. Um, legacy collection two brings four timeless adventures, and then the other one brings six. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yep, six. So that, that's what it is. In, in total, you're paying around $35 and you're getting 10 video games, especially 10 retro games that a lot of people haven't played before. So definitely Mega Man, even though I haven't played a Mega Man game in years, I would definitely recommend those games if you guys want to go ahead and try out Mega Man if you've never tried them before. And finally, the last game of Nintendo, After Party is at $14. After Party is a game from the great makers of Free. It is excellent. It is basically you having drinks with the devil. And it's interesting because due to the dialogue, it has a great dialogue system, it has fun gameplay. And if you've ever played Oxen Free, then you know more or less the type of style, narrative, adventure that this is. So definitely at 14 bucks. Let me go ahead and confirm it that we still have it at 14 bucks. Because I'm over here. Oh, there it is. It's I'm sorry, I said 14 bucks. It's at 16 bucks. 16 bucks. Oh, I put a 14 there. Oh no, I put a 16. I was just reading it wrong. Definitely. $16 for After Party is pretty good. It's not, you know, it's originally a $20 game, but if you could save 4 bucks and probably put that towards another game that you can find on sale right now, that, you know, it's worth it. So, definitely, and that is the end of Bargain dragon guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that section. If you're going to buy any of those games, let me know in the comment section down below. If I'm recommending anything, Dragon's Dogma is going to be right at the top of the list. It's a game that doesn't get enough love, and I wish it got more love. <clears throat> All right. Movies and TV shows coming out this week. As far as movies goes, there's no movie that I'm super interested in, but as far as TV shows, Westworld season three premieres on Sunday, you guys. And if you don't know Westworld, Westworld is the best simulation of a video game I have ever watched. It is legit. The simulation of a city and it's it it's so complex. They're literally it's legit. They're making humans. They're doing a lot of crazy stuff, and it's just it gets to die. And I don't want to spoil anything because I haven't even finished season one yet. I'm following it. I'm I'm gonna finish it by the end of the week. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, was this was this a pleasant surprise? I was like, okay, okay, I've never I haven't watched Westworld, so I got into it, and I'm like, holy crap, this is dope. This is sick. I've never seen something like this before. And like I said, HBO is great at content. I love HBO, hands down, one of the best, one of the best. Now, let's go ahead and get into the game of the day. The game of the day, this being March 10th, and it's the day that Warzone's coming out, which is another topic. Is it another topic? Oh, no, that's another topic for next week. I'm going to get real into detail and my thoughts on Warzone next week. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone is being released today. If I'm not mistaken, my download should be already done, and I should be playing it right now, but I'm doing the podcast, so, you know, got to put your priorities straight Call of Duty Modern Warfare is the game of the day. Now, as far as the game you haven't heard of, and this is always great because I like to point out games that don't get a lot of love. Like, they, they just, they fall by the wayside. Games that a lot of people are like, that exists? Oh, there's a game like that? There's RPG lovers out there that don't play every single RPG that comes out. So, you get me? So, when you're able to educate somebody on a game that's pretty cool and just didn't get a lot of love at release... It's, it's one of those, it's, it kind of does well for the soul. It's like, it does well for the gaming soul. <laughs> so, the game I am recommend not recommending, but telling you about today is a game called Project Warlock. Now, if you've never heard this, if I'm not mistaken, this does have a, a what's it called? A, uh, a Nintendo release, if I'm not mistaken. Let me go ahead and confirm that for you guys. It should have a Nintendo release. Let's go ahead and come over here and let's check this bad boy out it should have a nintendo release but if you don't know project warlock is basically a first person shooter the likes of doom wolfenstein back in the day that kind of nature there's a lot and, and, and it's not only magic but it's also guns so you're like this you're a warlock that happens to be in a modern age and you you're able to make um do spells you're able to kill monsters you're able to uh make cocktails of bullets you a- and it's like a leveling system too like it's really dope it's one of those non-stop action like titles with bosses and it's just super engaging if you like fast-paced first-person shooters i would definitely recommend project warlock and as i see here i don't think it has a i don't think it has a, a what's it called it doesn't have a release on on switch how sad that game looks like a game that would do really well on switch let me go ahead and check this bad boy out is it on Switch? It should be on Switch. Switch, Switch, Switch. And no, no, it's only on PC, guys. I'm sorry. I thought I thought for sure that this game looks like one of the games that would be great on Switch. It's so, again very. It's not a niche title. It's twelve dollars, and it's a first-person action-packed shooter it's it's just what it is so if you've never played like a doom like from back in the day this is going to be right up your alley if you like doom back in the day like a like if i'm not mistaken doom return right now is going to be released with doom 64 that's it's going to be just like that you know with a modern twist of magic and guns so definitely i would recommend project warlock it's going to be one of those games that a lot of people won't know about it but it's super cool in 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 its aesthetic which if i'm not mistaken it's like 64 bit or 32 bit or something along those lines but it's so cool and not only that the music is actually decent as well guys so definitely check out project warlock warlock if you have the time they gotta put this on switch i swear to god they do Alrighty, now we're at the end of the show guys, (laughs) it's been a while, how long have we been going I'm actually doing pretty good on time, that's 35 minutes, I need to get me a host, (laughs) alright let's go ahead and get into the ending, number one, the first topic when it comes to the ending of the show is going to be HBO gets Last of Us, now let's talk about that real quick, if anybody, if any company was going to get Last of Us, it was going to be HBO, Hands down. I'm not trusting AMC with what they did with uh, Walking Dead. I'm not trusting any other, not Netflix. No, 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 no. You give the very well, narr- not narrated, the very well written, paced, amazing gra- well, graphics, obviously, but you just, get, you just give it to the people who know how to do it best. That's what I got to say about that. Give it to the people that know how to kill stuff. Like just straight up demolish it. Make it amazing. Like make it so great that you're like, oh my God, this was a video game before? And that's when you'd be like, duh. (laughs) HBO gets Last of Us. It makes me extremely happy due to the simple fact that I know that they're going to cast it right. They're going to put their best foot forward. They have the money. They have the funds to push it and make it great. And there's not going to be a lot of, oh, what's happening over there? Or, like, there's not a lot of that talking. Like, no. They know exactly what they're going to do. They know how great the franchise is. They know that they have an amazing fan base. And an amazing fan base that will support the show. Because I feel like gamers are dying for some of their greatest games to be replicated in the small screen and in the big screen. And I feel like, for some reason, Hollywood has been messing it up. For the last couple of attempts, from the uh, even though the Ratchet and Clank movie wasn't that bad, but now we got the Sonic movie that was pretty good. I'm happy that Sonic is doing really well, but we need more of that. We need more, cause like if if Marvel can exist in both mediums, if Marvel could be comics, go from comics to TV shows to movies and then to video games or whatever you want to put, whatever order you want to put that in. If Marvel can do that, I feel like video games could do that as well. I feel like there should be no reason why a Last of Us show. And others like maybe a Ghost of Tsushima or an actual Neo show, um, continuing with William's story, shouldn't exist. That's just my opinion, guys. Now, let's segue right into talking about Ghost of Tsushima. Let's segue right into Ghost of Su- uh, Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima finally got its release date, and I'm gonna give you guys my thoughts on the game. I thought the game was really dope, I think the game looks appealing. The graphics are awesome. I don't think that I've seen a lot of games that uh, like appeal me from a graphical standpoint that much since Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima looks the part. It looks like it's going to be fun. I the only thing that I would say that I dislike about it is the fact that I didn't get a lot of like combat, like pure combat. Like it wasn't just gameplay. I got we got little snippets and they're talking and they're doing certain things. Things like that, that's cool and all, but I want pure gameplay. Show me exactly what I'm doing. They gave me a little bit of the story. I dig that. I think that was dope, showing when he was a son, showing that samurai are built on honor, you know, the code of Bushido and all of that. But give me a little bit more gameplay. I want to see that we got a little bit of that horseback riding. That's pretty cool. I dig that, but where's the, sword? Where's the combat? sword fights I see I like the dialogue The, the, the you know the, the interactions between characters I think that's really sick as well we got some swinging we got a couple other things you know stealth but it, it all depends like they didn't give me pure pure gameplay. And that's my only my only gripe with the trailer. They gave us the, the release day. The release date was really good because it's that in that point in summer where there's nothing being released, which I despise because you know you want you want, you want things to play. But you always get to attack the, the backlog like I did earlier this month. The the amount of things that they showed in the game was cool. I'm glad that it's coming out in June. If I'm not mistaken, it's June 26, was it? Yep, June 26 twenty twenty. Glad it's coming out this year, and I can't wait to play it because I'm a sucker for samurai. That's why I like Neo, even though I'm afraid of Neo and the story. But I hope that this game is going to be one of those games that we're going to be like that is an that is an awesome exclusive, and I'm glad that PlayStation has it. So definitely, Ghost of Tsushima is going to be an awesome game. I hope, hopefully, hopefully, will be an awesome game, and I can't wait to play it come June. Now, we got a leak. Leak alert. Leak alert. Leak alert. Leak alert. So, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered was leaked earlier today. So, let me go ahead and see. I have the article ready right on my phone. It was leaked by, I'll tell you guys exactly right now. Save that bad boy article. Jesus Christ, get out. Get No, no damn ad. Don't give me no ad. I don't want no damn ad. Jesus Christ. All right. So it was leaked. Give me a quick second. Jesus Christ! As I want. Okay, so basically, Modern Warfare Two is by far probably everybody's favorite. Mar- um, um, Call of Duty. Oh, okay, I found the article. I'm, I'm such a boring. The article is legit right in front of me. So let's go get in. Go ahead and get into it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered has completely vanished from the Peggy website, but you can still see the original post below. So this is what it's telling me: the original story, the rumor. Modern Warfare 2 Remaster has appeared on the Peggy website. It is yet officially announced, but getting a rating from Peggy and is pretty good indicator that it is coming 2020. It was originally mo- rumored to be coming in 2018 so let's talk about modern warfare 2 modern warfare 2 is like i was saying earlier by far one of the best call of duties you could ever play i remember back that year when that game come out we were just rush to play multiplayer and everybody kill each other in rust and in that one house of i always forget there was that one like lodge and everybody people were like can't camp, camp in the background in the, in the greenhouse i always forget the name of that level and it is i'm glad it was launched in 2009 I'm glad that this game is coming and I'm super glad that they're remastering it because the last Modern Warfare re, the I find I'm not mistaken the, matter, the Modern Warfare that was remastered lastly was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. I had gameplay of it on the channel. Find I'm not mistaken I still got it stored somewhere, but I enjoy I enjoy Call of Duty for what it is. I understand that it is basically a rehashing of the same game every single every single year basically. But I'm glad that they've dialed it back a bit. Now we're not getting two and three Call of Duties we're not, getting, we're not getting these Call of Duties without any thought. I do I do dislike that some Call of Duties are being released without any story mode. I think that's, you know, you're giving you're getting less money. But I think they did a great job on Modern Warfare. I the current Modern Warfare, the 2019 Modern Warfare. I think they did an excellent job on that Modern Warfare. So I'm super happy that they're... At least they're not completely messing it up. Let's say that. It's incredible that you've got to say that about Activision. That you're glad that they're not completely messing it up. But let's hope that this doesn't have a lot of microtransactions, a lot of, you know, things of that nature, things that get in the way. We just want a great game to have a great experience and be able to shoot each other in the face without having to worry about microtransactions. So definitely, Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, the fact that it leaked is awesome, the fact that they removed it is even better. So definitely, it was, um, it, it set a post, and this is the weird part, it said 22, 2019, that was, uh, that was the, uh, the original post, but when did they, like, because this was recent. This was recent as hell. Give me a quick second. Yeah, this was March 1st when this happened. Um, The leak happened. No, give me a quick second. Give me a quick second. Let's go ahead and find Because that's not even... All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So here we go. We... Uh, tell me, tell me, tell me. Teases. Modern Warfare 2 in 2019. Mission. No, I don't want to see that. I can't find it. I can't find it. Rumored to be in development on unspecified platforms. But we know where it's coming. It's, going, it's coming to everything. It, it might even come to the Switch. Can't really find it. I, I found I'm mistaken. Somebody talked about a release date that would be coming in. But I can't really find it. Can't really find it for you guys. But I'll have more information for you guys when it comes out. Definitely. I think it's really... I, I, like I said, I think it's really dope the fact that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is getting a remastered. Definitely. So let's go ahead and move on. Spawn. Spawn, Spawn, Spawn. Spawn was just announced for a release date of March 17th on Mortal Kombat 11. And I can't be psyched enough. You know why? Because I called it in a previous video that I wanted Spawn on Mortal Kombat because he fits the lore. And I, I, I had a completely uninstalled Mortal Kombat. It is my favorite fighting game currently but i completely understand it cuz you know i can't have that many games call of duty's out here taking 175 gigabytes of god damn people but you know you got to you got to make some room for some new games so i'm definitely hyped for spawn his skill set looks awesome that fatality was really dope not gonna lie, and I like the fact that they have the different gun model, or the different models that he has, one that he's using predominantly chains, there's one that there was a fire, that he was using predominantly fire moves, there's also another with guns, and the 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 cape, the cape one was super interesting, because I've always thought that that is the most underrated weapon of all time, the fact that his cape could do so much, and I just think that that is extremely awesome, the fact that he is finally getting released, and finally, we might get indication of how good this whole entire how, I don't know how good it has sold the 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 combat pass but I hope that we get a combat pass too that that was the next topic I hope that we get a combat pass too. and if so if we do get a combat pass 2 who do you guys want I heard a lot of people throwing out a couple of names there. Like, I, last time I checked, I did, I wanted Guy to be there. I think he would be an excellent... And the fact that Doom Eternal is coming out, I think if they announced Doomguy, that would be just even more promotion for the game. Doomguy would be really cool. Having be like a Jax-modeled character, just big buff and trying to rip everything in half type of thing. I thought freddy coming back i thought kratos coming back was actually pretty cool as well but like what what kratos would you want would you want father kratos or would you want greek god myth kratos like which which kratos would you want so that's a that's a question in itself a lot of people said the it clown I thought that was pretty cool as well, especially uh, knowing his kit and his powers. I thought that would be su- super, super, um, super creative to have his fatality changing between each and every combatant. That would take a lot of work to do it, but I do believe that the people at NetherRealm Studios and at WB they would be able to pull that something like that off. Uh, even Talon, Talon from uh, Mortal, from Shadow of Mortal. I thought. He would be a great character to have in there as well. Ezio's already been there, so maybe we could bring Ezio back or Altire, whichever was the, the assassin that was in there. Uh, but definitely, Talon might be a dope one. You could have Sauron. Sauron would be awesome. I think Sauron would be completely dope to have him in a Mortal Kombat. But let me let me know down below, guys. What what character would you like to see in a combat pass 2 for Mortal Kombat? Let me know in the comment section down below. And now. We're, 50, we're 47 uh, minutes in, guys. Now for the cream de la creme, and I've been meaning to do this. So now we're gonna do. This is gonna be the special. This is gonna be the special thing that I do live on the air for you guys. So I wanted to give you guys. Um, I saw two of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Carrick ACG, um, uh, Angry Centaur Gaming. He released uh, his most anticipated games of 2020 list, and so did Angry Joe. And I thought, well, let me, you know, and not to copy them or anything, but I'll change it up. I'll give it my own little flair to it. So they, they named a bunch of games. And again, this is no beef towards them. I love both of them. There was I just said it. One of my favorite YouTubers. But they did name games that are unconfirmed and confirm. Um, there, I'm sorry that they name games that are coming out in 2020. And there's some games that aren't coming out in 2020 that have already been delayed. So they named it as the, if, it, if it was the most anticipated games of 2020. But some of them are unconfirmed. Some of them are confirmed. So I want to go ahead and get into it. I'm splitting it four ways let me explain there's some games that are smaller there's some games that are bigger so i made triple a titles one section and i made double a um, titles another okay so let's get right into it then there's confirmed and unconfirmed so let's get right into it okay Number 10, and this is, I'm going with the AAA title stuff. Number 10, I have Neo 2 at number 10. We've just finished talking about Neo 2. Neo 2 is gonna be awesome in terms of combat, in terms of aesthetics, because it is a pretty game and the, the different environments. I hope that they change it up because I dislike the fact that there was like these separate sections that you had to keep on going through. You had the base and you would just travel to each and every section to do the missions. I didn't like that. But if they can make bigger hub areas, that would be awesome as well. Neo 2 is going to be one of those games that you're going to have to consider it for game of the year. I don't know how it's going to do on the story aspect because of because of the simple fact that we're creating a character. But if the if they nail the story aspect this time around as well, then by all be awesome. I I could only sing the praise of Neo and it's and it's amazing combat and the fact that they've added even more weapons this time around. So shout out to them. Shout out to the whole Neo team. I, I think they do an excellent job in terms of combat and I can't wait to see them. So Neo 2 at number 10. number nine, Marvel's Avengers, I know nothing of this title like not we know nothing in particular we don't they have mentioned a couple things but we haven't really gotten a lot of substance from it. We saw a lot of flying, we saw a lot of Thor's hammer, we saw a lot of uh, the Hulk jumping and like you know crumb smashing things but we didn't really get to see the uh, an in-depth gameplay. We, we weren't really you know privy to that we were we've just seen like little tidbits that they've given us and the fact that every famous voice actor is participating in this game so definitely marvel's avenger is going to be on my radar i am super curious to see what exactly it's going to do i am it's also one of those things where if i'm not 100 percent sure i'm not buying it at lunch and i'll just wait to review it later and it'll fall back to the backlog but if if if, if it's great and the, and and due to the voice actors, I do think that it will be great. I hope that the writing is on par. I'm definitely gonna be copying it if it is great. If it is indeed great, next is Half Life Alex, and this might be the one game that I want to buy at launch, and I can't buy it at launch because the the Oculus that I want, I can't find it anywhere. I can't find VR anywhere. It's super hard to find. So I wanted to play Half Life Alex. I wanted, to, and due to the fact that I can't buy an uh. uh a VR a, a VR set or VR console. I don't know what we got. VR headset. I can't play it. So I want to experience this awesome game. I also wanted to experience the Walking Dead game that happens to be excellent. That a lot of people like, that was released, if I'm not mistaken, in January and or February. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. I can't I can't find it anywhere. I can't like Can't seem to locate that bad boy. So that might have to wait. Half-Life Alex looks to be one of those games that If I ever get my hands on it, it's going to be one of those games that I completely tear apart. That I go and search every nook and cranny about everything and try to learn as much. And it's just one of those games that has such an interesting world revolved it. So I definitely, at number 8, Half-Life Alyx is going to be the game that I'm looking for the most this year. Now, uh, in terms of VR, it's going to be my my favorite VR game of the year. if, If and when I get my hands on it. Now, seven. Maneater, the shark simulator, the bat shark simulator. <laughs> I won't curse on the podcast, guys. I really won't. But the podcast, I'm um, the podcast, oh, what am I talking about? Maneater is going to be probably the game I enjoy the most this year. Enjoy. Enjoyment. Who doesn't want to be a shark swimming, eating all types of random creatures, powering up, leveling up, having boss fights, eating some more mutating like that game just looks like a blast off rip it looks like it's gonna be a great time and if i'm not mistaken it isn't read i don't think it's retail that's sixty dollars let me go ahead and check this bad boy out on amazon let's go ahead and put man eater real quick hurry up computer yeah it's at forty dollars forty dollars and that's gonna be one of those games where like yo Worth every single cent. I bet you a million dollars. Now it could be buggy, it could have some issues, it could be bland. I don't know. We don't know yet. But I can be hopeful. <laughs> it is my one of my most anticipated games at number seven. Man eater at number six. It is a game coming out this month, and it is a review that I'm review that I'm legit posting. If I'm not mistaken, it's a day or a day and a half after the podcast. Doom Eternal. I'm posting the review of Doom my review of doom um two days from now probably one day or two days from now doom eternal i hope and i'm hopeful like i said i'm anticipating that that crew that 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 developer i hope that they just grabbed everything that was great from doom and took it to the next level that's all i want get the same music get the same gameplay Add more weapons. Add a couple more systems. Add more power-ups. Add more enemies. Add just add just bring it to the next level. Cause it wasn't like story was your biggest forte anyways. Yeah, it was interesting. Oh, also about f- boss fights. Don't forget boss fights. Give me some more diverse boss fights. I don't want to fight the cyber demon again. Tell you that right now. Don't want to fight the cyber demon again. But. I hope that they just grabbed everything, brought it to the, second, uh, to the next level, and said, hey, here you go. An amazing experience just like last time. That is it. That's all I want from Doom. That's all I want from my Doom. That's all I want. Give me some boss fights. Give me some awesome weapons. Give me, give me everything you gave me last time in just a bigger package. That's it. Alrighty, number five. Wasteland three is my number five when some people might be surprised but um, originally made from the original makers of fallout yeah you if you know me if you know how much i love fallout fallout new vegas is by far one of my favorite games of all time fallout 4 i invested around 200 plus hours in it and and so on and so forth we don't have to really get into into it too much but you're making an isometric rpg with decision making dialogue choices and all types of awesome weapons and survivability like it's it's up my alley baby that's what it is i can't wait to play uh, and the best part the best, is the best part i have game pass guess what it is free on game pass well now you know you get it you subscribe to game pass you get it on game pass at launch that's what it is so i'm super hyped and the more we progress the more i get excited number four that was number five wasteland by the way um, number five wasteland three number five i'm also going to be reviewing wasteland two it's going to be a deep game that's what she said (laughs) it's going to be one of those games that is going to be super immersive and i'm going to get into it i'm probably not going to want to let it go but definitely wasteland three at number five number four ghost of tsushima ghost of tsushima at number four due to the simple fact that it looks amazing it's samurais which i love It's like the same thing i need you guys to understand this samurais greek mythology norse mythology anything like that and don't even get into the japanese myth because i'll lose my mind around japanese myth that's kind of like why i like naruto so much not so much it's one of yeah it's a it's a good anime it's a it's a really good anime but whenever you guys got those types of topics with me like you, you have an advantage it's the same thing with Tsushima. people would be like, Michael you've seen nothing on Ghost of Tsushima. Why is it so hot? Because it's samurai's. <laughs> it's the code, it's the hair, it's the, the combat, the the ninjas, the, it's the it's the everything. It's everything that I want in games. Like just put me in a place that I didn't get to live in so I can experience it for myself in your own perspective. That is what I want in video games for the most part. So definitely Ghost of Tsushima at number four. Number three, Final Fantasy Seven. Remake, Final Fantasy VII remake convinced me off of the demo. If you guys want to watch that, link is down in the description below. It's also on my on my channel. If you guys want to watch both, I did the whole entire gameplay. It was around almost an hour of gameplay, and the uh, my, my complete review of the gameplay itself convinced me. I've heard about, I've heard everything else I've heard about the story, about how great the characters are, about the combat. Convinced me completely off the demo. I really don't want to get into depth because I really don't know that much. It's just a demo that I've played, but the combat was dope. The dialogue, how much they talked, I thought was really interesting. A lot of people are complaining that cloud doesn't talk that much but i've never experienced cloud so this is the first time i get to see him so i actually kind of like the fact that him and biggs were having this banter back and forth and they were talking there was a couple things that i didn't like here and there like the auto jump and things of that nature but the boss fight was really sick the leveling up the rpg mechanics that was dope we didn't get too deep into that but i'm dying i'm super interested on seeing how exactly they're gonna get into that so final fantasy 7 at number three at number two I think we just talked about HBO getting Last of Us. So, Last of Us Part 2 is obviously going to be super high on my list. And I think you guys already know what number one is as well. Last of Us Part 2, I already have the re- the review made. I'm waiting for it to get a little bit closer uh, to the actual date. So, I could go ahead and drop my uh, The Last of Us review. It's probably going to be later on during this month. But The Last of Us Part 2, the continuation of Ellie and Joel's story. And giving me more, more into that world. is even going to make me hyper. Like, make me hyper it's gonna make me feel even greater about the show and when i finally get to experience the show itself and not only the game so i love the last of us is one of my favorite games of all time the story is amazing the, it's written it's a, the acting the voice acting and it's 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 everything you'd want in a in a cinema of, of a cinematic experience inside of a video game it is by far if a video game was a movie the last of us would be it would be that movie definitely so at number two, The Last of Us Part Two is definitely a game that I can't, that I've already pre-ordered. I already got it ready to go, and not even worrying about it. And then finally, number one, <sighs> you guys know what it is. Super Mario not playing. <laughs> it is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, the game that has reached un- like godly heights. Like it has reached like these unprecedented heights that I could only hope that they kill it. And if any studio any studio is going to complete this is gonna live up to the hype bethesda had this at one point in time with skyrim if any studio is going to be able to live up to the hype of cyberpunk it is cd project right and thank god they are the ones that are creating it so thank you thank you thank you i can't wait to play cyberpunk 77 the fact that the decision makers changed the outcomes the dialogue system like it's i love that sort of thing when i'm able to play differently and have different outcomes and therefore change the change not only my perspective of the game itself but also change the way i look at the world and how awesome it is like i dig that when and especially when it's morally gray like don't give me something that is obviously good and bad give me something that's morally gray so i can kind of doubt like is that the right decision or is this the right decision i love that sort of thing so definitely definitely at Number one, Cyberpunk is my most anticipated game of the year. It is confirmed for this year so far. Let's hope it doesn't get delayed again. So now let's get into the unconfirmed. These are games that we don't know a lot about, so therefore I will go faster throughout this list. Uh, number ten, Godfall, the looter slasher, the new game that's supposed to be there at launch for the PS5 and the Xbox. I hope I, I'm not sure if it's a if it's a complete uh, exclusive or anything like that. But I we know nothing of the game. I think that game looks interesting. I'm hyped for its release. We don't know if it's going to come out this year. Because we don't know if, even if the PS5s are going to come out this year. But everybody's saying that they're coming out this year. So, therefore, Godfall should be coming out this year's year. The Looter Flasher concept is what gets me going. So, definitely Godfall at number 10. Number 9, Babylon's Fall. Interesting combat. And something that I haven't seen too much of. And if I'm not mistaken, it's um, Babylon's Fall is from uh, Platinum, isn't it? Babylon's Fall. Give me a quick second. Babylon's Fall if i'm not mistaken it's platinum doing it yeah platinum so platinum is one of those developers that they just nail combat and i i forget about everything else like i don't got to worry about anything they made astral chain they made near automata bayonetta fam we don't gotta get it got, got to get into any anymore they have a couple more games coming out i'm not even going to get into a lot of detail but vanquish like i just reviewed i just we just talked about vanquish yeah, did I did I release my review of Vanquish? I, I'm not even one hundred percent sure, but I think that Pla- that Babylon's Fall is going to be one of those games that I'm like, good, 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 good. Like I'm glad they're also releasing on the Wonderful One Hundred One, but. I think they're going to nail the gameplay, and therefore, they're going to nail they're gonna nail me. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> they're going to nail me. I'm, I must be out of my goddamn mind. So, definitely, Babylon's Fall at number 9. At number 8, Call of Duty. I am happy that Call of Duty is doing so great. I have it at number 8. I don't know what ki- kind of Call of Duty will be released at the end of the year. So, I'm definitely excited on the new Call of Duty. That that's basically all I got to say about Call of Duty at number 8. <laughs> number 7, System Shock. System Shock looks dim. If I'm not mistaken, they've lost a bunch of people off of their team. It looks dim that that game is going to come out. But if it does come out, if it is released, I'm going to be happy to play it. That game looks dope. And if it's a re- I don't know if it's a remaster, I don't know if it's a retelling, whatever it is, if it's a remake, anything like that i'm gonna be hyped to go ahead and get it and sink my teeth into system shock i just hope that they can finally you know get their foot in and actually hunker down and make this game and complete it now number six is a multitude of games any ubisoft title because we don't know what's coming out there we're like we know i don't know if ubisoft is going to release a game this year this is kind of i'm kind of like curious I have Skull and Bones being released this year. That's my opinion. I think Skull and Bones is going to be released. I don't think uh, AC Ragnarok is going to be released. I don't think uh, a new what is it called? What is it called? What is it called? Uh, God damn it! I, I had it. Gods and Monsters might be reviewed or uh, might be released as well. By the way, but that's on that's on the smaller list. But I think Skull and Bones. I can't remember the other game. No, no it's not The Division. Let me go ahead and open up my. Uh... I know that there's an uh, there's an Assassin's Creed. Oh, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. There we go. The new Watchdogs also being, uh, also mine. I don't think it's going to be released this year. I have all those games coming out in 2020. So, Skull and Bones, if anything, if I'm going to, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to bet it on Skull and Bones. At number six. At number five, Baldur's Gate. Larian Studios knows how to make RPGs, fellows and ladies, whoever's listening. (laughs) Or whatever you feel like calling yourself, whatever gender you, you, you guys know, you guys know. So, Baldur's Gate is one of those old titles that i remember playing on ps2 and even though that's not traditional what the original traditional Baldur's gate but it's one of those titles that i'm excited for because the amount of gameplay that they've showed us is actually pretty inter- interesting you guys could go look it up there's a whole hour if i'm not mistaken of gameplay so you guys could deem it oh is this going to be the type of game that i like a lot of people are saying that it feels too much like the original divinity the original sin i can see that like i can see that with my own two eyes but then again we don't know yet. We don't know. We've only gotten a, a simple hour sample size. Let's let, let's be hopeful that they actually kill it just like they've been killing all their Divinity Original Sin titles. Number four, Bio Mutant. I am dying to make an awesome raccoon squirrel that knows how to do karate and shoot guns in midair with Matrix bullet time. Like, I'm dying for that type of thing. I'm, like, and it's, again, it's the type of games that it's something so left field. Like, who, who... Like, in a world... It's like, oh, it's a world. It's a post-apocalyptic raccoon animal-like world where... And what, what a cool aesthetic, by the way. Like, their, their fur looks really cool. The combat looks really dope. Uh, a lot of people are saying that it feels like Stranglehold. Like, that's an old, PS- um, on, 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 on old PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 title. Definitely at... I don't know if they're going to... If They might retail it at $60. At $60. If it's $40, bucks, i will even like it even more because I don't think it looks like a A title, but then I, I... Who knows? Biomutant at number four is definitely one of those games that I got my eye on and I can't wait till they give us more information. At number three, Elden Ring. The George RR Martin Dark Souls-like... You know what I hope? And I, this might be controversial to people. I hope that Elden Ring... Isn't a Dark Souls like? I hope it isn't because we've had this already, guys. And not saying that you can't have it. I like I'm not saying that you can't make a game a game difficult. I just hope it's not a Dark Souls like. Like I, I'm not saying that I'm tired of it because I'm not tired of it because we got Neo's. Neo's is fundamentally different. is fundamentally different. Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Those are all fundamentally different, but they're all revolved around the same. Uh, more or less actions. So that's what kind of gets me. You know. Uh, you know. It's a little. It's a little monotonous. It's a lot. You know. It's a bit repetitive. When it comes to those certain types of games. So I hope that they. they that they got into their creative bag. I hope that From Software got into their creative bag. Because I think the story is going to be excellent. It's George RR Martin. He made the Game of Thrones series. Even though they messed up the show. But. That, I digress. And let's not get into that. Because then I just get mad. Uh, Elden Ring. At number three. Is going to be. one of Another one of those games. That I'm super hyped for. And I am dying to get more information on. It. Number two. And I know that this one isn't coming out 2020. But I can't wait to play Dying Light 2. I can't wait to play with my boys Armando and, I, and, and Jose Ramon. Jose Ramon. <laughs> I can't wait to play with them. A co-op game that now your decisions affect the world. With awesome parkour and awesome crafting. Sign me up. Right up my alley. Zombies. You already know the deal. Humans are just as bad as zombies. Like, ah, oh, that is my it's my stuff right there i can't wait to play this game definitely dying light 2 at number two and then finally my number one unconfirmed game because even though it says on steam that it's 2020 we might get it at the end of the at the end of the year but i don't know yet and i hope that they take their time i don't want this game to come out released in a weird fashion vampire the bloodline the masquerade bloodlines 2 vampire was dope this is a whole other level. I have I have the first bloodlines installed on my hard drive right now and I've been playing it little by little and the awesome com- not because it's not awesome combat, the awesome RPG elements that they in t- that they put into this game. The awesome dialogue that they put into this game. The visuals, it it doesn't it look obviously you can tell that this is an older game. But with upres graphics, with this with today's graphics, with today's audio, like fam, it is gonna blow everybody's minds off, and I'm gonna promote the crap out of the mask uh, masquerade bloodlines too. I can't wait to play vampire. Um, T, I'm, I'm gonna call it TMB. That's way too long of a name, goddammit. But definitely, the, the those would be all of my AAA games, most anticipated AAA games of twenty twenty. And that is it for today. Well, no, no, no. (laughs) Let's go ahead and... No, we'll end it there. I'll keep the other one for next time. The smaller games, I'll keep it for next time. So definitely, guys. Thank you, guys, for watching, and definitely thank you, guys, for listening. Thank you, guys, for lending me your ears. Let me know anything down in the section, in the comment section down below. Let me know. Let's have a conversation about anything that I talked about. Do you, are you guys interested in Mortal Kombat? Are you guys gonna watch Castlevania? Uh, HBO getting Last of Us. What do you guys think about it? Let's have a dialogue down in this conversa- conversation. Let's in the conversation. <laughs> Let's have a dialogue in the comment section down below. Let's have. Uh, or if you're gonna buy any of the games that i recommended in Bargain Dragon, or if you're gonna play Modern Warfare, uh, Warzone, let me know. I'm dying to play with people. I'm always down to making new friends. I am your host, Mike Fury, everybody. If you wanna follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the links down in the description below. Until next time, it has been my pleasure, Mike, off.